your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. <clears throat> and on today's show, we will be talking about the World Juniors. The Canadian team is under quarantine currently. Uh, a couple players and a non-core member of the of the staff, whatever that means. <laughs> um tested positive. So they are on quarantine. We'll talk about what that means. We will be looking forward to the avalanche season because that's all there really is to do at this point in the game there. I mean, there's just crickets coming out of the NHL right now. And uh, so we'll be talking about things to look forward to for the next season. And maybe one thing that could potentially be maybe one hiccup in the avalanche uh, and it's something that they have not experienced it yet <clears throat> so we'll get into that later on first things first follow the show on social media outlets on twitter lopn underscore avalanche on instagram search for lockdown avalanche or send any questions comments concerns opinions to lockdown avalanche at gmail.com if you listen to the show last week that kyle sullivan and i did where we cast the members of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, as Colorado Avalanche players. If you heard that and you agree or disagree, uh, send send your comments in for that one because uh, that was a lot of fun. And I think everybody's in agreement that Thor uh, would absolutely be played by Gabe Landeskog and nobody else, including the world of Hollywood. It's a perfect fit. But Chris Hemsworth uh, didn't want to give up the, the role, didn't want to give up the mantle. Understandably so. Uh, but if he had, that was all Gabe Landeskog's role. Who would you cast as members of the MCU? Let me know. Lockdownavalanche at gmail.com. Uh, definitely go check out Cody and the Lockdown Broncos show today. How about that Broncos game? I mean, they clearly get a pass for that one, but that, that was, we knew it was going to be rough. Um, I don't know if we expect it to be that rough. So uh, definitely go check out Cody's show and hear him break that stuff down if you want to. And maybe you can share in his, uh, not misery, but anger. So definitely go listen to Cody. All right. So over at the World Juniors in the Canadian team, like I said in the beginning, just a couple minutes ago, they are under quarantine right now, and they will be quarantining until, let's see, so they started it on the 25th, so that, that's only a few days old, and that will go up until, if it's two weeks, the 9th, which, you know, doesn't give them a lot of time, really, to pick this team. So guys like Bowen Byram and Alex Newhook, it doesn't affect them in the the status of will or won't they make this team we we know that they will make this team it hurts them in just getting ice time just playing is at a premium right now and to to have just getting your legs back although it didn't really look like bowen byram needed it we talked about that last week 
man, he looked incredible. Um, we haven't seen Alex Newhook that much, but we know what he can do. So those two specifically, when it comes to Avalanche prospects and Team Canada, just not getting the reps and the conditioning, will that will be where it hurts them. Guys like Justin Barron, this is precious ice time that he's missing. We don't know who it is that tests positive and like, you know, all the times before, we don't need to know. It really doesn't matter. It's just there's people that have tested positive. Seems like players and staff. So everybody's on lockdown. Um, so guys like Justin Barron, to have two weeks of, of not being able to impress coaches enough to make this team, that will hurt. I, th- I think he was uh, one of those borderline players as it is. I would say he'd probably be leaning towards not making the team and not by any of his own faults. <clears throat> this is just a really stacked Canadian team, as you would expect them to be. And he had to go up against a lot. So uh, I, I, I think that's where it hurts him the most. So this might have an effect on him where he didn't have – those two weeks to impress coaches and say, well, let's give him a roster spot. Who knows? So, uh, you know, then, then we, we do, we will have a team for the Canadian team shortly thereafter and we'll see where it goes. Now, I guess bigger scale, just looking at this and it's like, okay, more tests coming out in the world of sports. Clearly the Denver Broncos just went through this with their quarterback situation. Every sport has gone through it. Now the World Juniors, the Canadian team is going through it. You, you're, you know the brass at the, the front office of the NHL is looking at this. Does it change anything for them and what they're planning? I don't know. I, I don't think that they, they're going to throw any new wrinkle in just because you know some, uh, some people for the Canadian World Juniors team had tested positive. I think... The NHL is, is has a plan and and they're forming that plan as we speak. Does this maybe just make them take notice? Of course. How can you not take notice of it? But wh- th- this just will go to show everybody that the NHL is not going to get out of this unscathed. And so far, they're the only sport that has during the season. So like we said, you know, the the NHL did those thousands and thousands of tests and not a single positive. Now it's the offseason. Some players have came up positive during the offseason. NHL can't handle that. So what the NHL can handle or what they're responsible for is their players during the season. I think it's next to impossible to go a full season and not have somebody test positive. And I think just every time this happens, every time, uh, whether it's in another league that somebody comes up positive, even the stuff with the Broncos and, you know, couple in, throw, throw in the Canadian World Junior Team. Every time this happens, you're just like, man, like this is not, this is not going to be a cakewalk to get through this season. And how they're going to do it, we've got no word. And January 1 is almost a month away it is looking more and more likely that we are not getting a January one starting time, but when will we get a starting time? Is it going to be the following week? Is it going to be two weeks after? Is it going to be in February? 
we know that the NHL doesn't want to go late to have their finish their, their season finished late, then then we need to find out pretty soon what the plan is at least the, the starting plan, the jumping off point. Things can change, but we don't know anything. And I think just all of this stuff that's coming out with the Denver Broncos, with the Canadian team, and th- you know, throw in we're, we're just talking about that because that's a, a, a Denver, Colorado team and hockey. You, you can bring in numerous other teams across football um, that are, again, thrown into this mix. I want hockey more than anybody, as much as anybody. I'll say that. Uh, and I just really hope we get to, to, to start a season relatively on time and be able to finish it. We shall see. Maybe we'll get some news this week because December is tomorrow. So hopefully we'll get some news. Until then, we will hear from our people at Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. We talk about Built Bar quite often on this show. And the new year is coming around. And a lot of people for the new year make that resolution about getting healthy. Why wait until January 1st? Start it now. And have Built Bar be a part of that. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And they are great for the keto diet. Most bars have a flavor profile of 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. They are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they are easy to chew. They taste more like a candy bar than your typical gritty, disgusting, chalky energy bars. Some flavors you can get, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, coconut almond, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie. List goes on and on and on. Go to BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code locked on and you get 20% off of your next order. That promo code is locked on and you get 20% off of your next order at builtbar.com. All right. So, whenever we do get this season, maybe January 1st, doubtful, but maybe within some time in January, we know we have a good team. Uh, so, so, what are the, the things that I am looking forward to? when it comes to this particular Colorado Avalanche team. Now that we, we've done this before, this was kind of maybe before the free agency period and even the draft. It was kind of like right after the season ended and we were kind of looking forward to the next year. So now that we have the roster, what are some things that we are looking forward to? I think number one is you're definitely looking forward to these new guys. Whenever you go into a brand new season – you're going to have new players on that team. It's just the way sports are right now. Free agents go, free agents are signed. I think what the Avalanche have, Brandon Saad, Devon Taves, we want to see those guys play and play on this team. And I think it's different because those guys are coming into a situation where you know, you're playing for a Stanley Cup favorite. So that's different for a, from a fan perspective to know that you have really good players coming in that are ready to go because they know the situation they're in. You know, this isn't like you're a middle of the pack team, or maybe you you had just made the playoffs 
and you're trending upward and you've signed a couple of players and yeah, you're looking forward to the team. I mean, Avalanche fans are, we're no doubt looking forward to this season anyway. And the additions that they have with Saad and Taves, I think me included want to see how those guys perform being in the situation they're in. Cause that happens all the time. Guys are playing for teams that aren't really competing for anything. And that could be said for at least for Saad for last year with, with Chicago, although they did make the extended playoff scenario and even for Taves in the Islanders, um, they made it far. And, but that the Islanders really weren't competing year after year after year. Um, and the Avalanche are set up for that. So they've been doing it. This will be going into the third year where they're really kind of the, the trend continues to rise for Colorado. So seeing those guys and how that they're going to adjust right away to a team that is going to hit the ground running uh, and knowing that they have a chance to win a cup or compete for a cup is definitely something I am looking forward to seeing. Now, coupled with that, I'm really looking forward to what line combinations we're going to get. And it's something that I did talk about before, but it was more or less right after we got Saad and where he could line up. And everybody's thinking second line, I'm in that camp. I definitely think he'll be starting on the second line to start the season. But how this season goes, and again, we have to get info on that, is going to be very fast and furious. So lines might be changing because you can't wait around for a line to just figure it out um, over the course of a few games or a few weeks. So you might get, and Jared Bednar is not shy in switching up lines. So not only do I want to see what the lines will look like on the front end, I definitely want to see what lines will look like on the blue line. And that's all because of Taves. So you you always have Makar and Graves. Those guys were phenomenal together. And again, I think that's how you will start the season. Why would you not? Where does Graves fit in? Is he with Gerard? Is he with Cole? Is he with Johnson? Uh, I think a lot of people at some point would love to see a Makar Taves line. We'll probably get it uh, a couple games and it might be something where it's uh, mid game adjustments and they, they need this, the, the talent on the, on their first blue line to really stand out. And I think you'll see it. I don't think that will be the norm, but, um, and it goes beyond him. Is that what Bednar is going to do? Is, is he going to stay with Makar and Graves? You would think he would. And it goes back to if they're just not getting out of the gates like they want to, because you can't get behind in this season. Cause you know, like I said, you're going to be playing a lot in, you know, you'll get like one day off and then back to back and then another day off, maybe another back to back. It's going to be crazy. So if, if pairings are not doing what they're supposed to do, you're going to see switches early on the, on the blue line, maybe not so much on, on the forwards ends, but I think you will on the blue line because they have to, if they're giving up goals, they got to stop that quickly. Um, and that goes to the goalie too. And that clearly is a, a question mark for the avalanche. 
I don't think as big a one as people think because it's a health issue. Um, but if those guys can stay healthy and the defense can do what they're supposed to do, <laughs> everything is, is should be sunshine and rainbows. But um, we don't know because this is just an odd situation for everybody. So if things are slow out of the gates on the blue line, who do you combine? Do you do a, a Taves and, and Makar uh, line? I would love to see it. And aside from the power play, which I really do, I'm interested to see that more so the first power play improving because they definitely need to. There's too much talent on the first uh, power play line to not be in the top five easily. They should be able to do that. But now that you have Saad, that second line, and I've talked about this before, that second line power play unit, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. The, the 30 or 45 seconds that they get, because that's where it just fell off a cliff for the abs. If the first line wasn't doing anything and that second line came in, you can just pretty much end the power play. But not only that, I definitely want to see how Nathan McKinnon plays this season because he has more talent on this team than he's ever had in his career. I don't think because of that, I don't think he changes the way he plays so much as like he's a he's a scorer and he's going to score. But how much is he going to maybe try to overemphasize getting other guys involved? Because he knows he has so much talent and he knows, will it go through his head that I don't have to force this shot because, you know, somebody in his vision's amazing. Maybe somebody else will be open in a split second. I can get it to them. Will that change his game a little bit? Maybe early in the season, maybe to get everybody involved and him not have to feel like he's the man and doing everything. You might see that early in the year. And I think as the season goes on, he'll be his old Nathan McKinnon self, be looking to shoot first, shoot often, score as many points as he can. But I think in the beginning stages of the year, you're going to see him looking to dish a lot just to get familiar with these guys, knowing that the season is going to be a quick season in terms of games. Um, and I have to get on the same page with these guys ASAP. So that will be interesting to see how his game, if at all, it changes a little bit. Not for – he's not going to change long-term. He is who he is, and he's all world. But I'll be interested to see maybe in that first month how often he is looking to teammates to get them going because he knows he can get going at any point in time. But he needs his teammates to get going quickly, and he could be the facilitator of that very easily. And finally, the, the one issue that I think the Avs, I, I don't know how to really phrase it. We always talk about how, uh, you know, this Avs team is set up. Everything looks good for them. There's really no, no cracks in the roster, and there's not. But the one thing that they don't have is deep playoff experience. They have playoff experience. And the new guys coming in, well, at least for Assad, and you could say for Taves for last year, um, they don't, they, their playoff experience is early playoff experience when there's a lot of teams still involved in the playoffs. And maybe the focus is not completely on them. And if they could get, past, like, if they got past San Jose, then you're down to the final four. And now you have a little bit more 
eyes on you, a little bit more pressure on you. And then if you obviously get past that, then you're in the cup and then everybody's watching you. The abs don't have that experience where uh, the weight is really on them in those games. And that's a different animal. When you're in those, those first and second rounds, like I said, there's a lot of teams involved and you can still kind of like skate under the radar. You could not now, you know, the past couple of years, they could kind of skate under the radar. And, you know, uh, although when you beat, when you're an eight seed and you beat a number one seed Calgary, you get people looking at you, but you know what I mean? Like there's, there's still a lot, there's a long way to go even after that first round. And when you're into that second round, once you get past that, once you get to the conference finals, um, it's a lot more pressure and the abs haven't had that. So I think, you know, getting sod is a great thing because of how he can perform. Um, I think his, how his style play is goes great with this team, but I think that is a big key. He knows how to play those games and he knows he can calm this team down and maybe quiet the butterflies uh, for, for some of the younger guys. But that's something that we haven't seen. The Avalanche haven't been in those situations yet. And it, if we would hope that they do, we, you know, anything is possible, obviously. But when you get there, you, you are now a lot more eyes are on you and a lot more television sets are tuned into you. And when you have a young team like the Avalanche do, will that play with their heads? I don't know. We can only see how that plays out. And, you know, if, if the Avs get that far, and I'm just talking conference finals, and then you get into the Stanley Cup, you, you're really going to lean on guys like Brandon Saad to go to even the Cal McCars of the world. You know, he, he seems calm, cool, collected, and he probably is, but it, it, it's a different world when you're playing in a Stanley Cup final. So that will be definitely something to watch. That's down the road. Let's do one thing at a time and, and make get a playoff spot first. And then, uh, you know, get to first round win, second round win, conference finals. And then we can deal with the Stanley Cup when we get there. But uh, that's just the one area. If you want to say, like, the Avalanche are loaded, locked, loaded, ready to go, definitely are. Uh, What's the one area where the Avs haven't been tested? Deep playoff experience. And and that's – I don't think you really can deny that. So we shall see. But that is going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I hope everybody had a good, uh, good, happy, safe Thanksgiving. Mine was spent um, – well, Thanksgiving Eve was spent getting skunk spell, smell out of my dog. So that was fun. Um, but we are into December, and normally we would be over two months into a hockey season right now. And to not have it going into – the holiday season is a little weird. Um, hopefully we can go into a new year knowing exactly where we stand with the 2021 season at this point. It's not going to be a 2020, 21 season. It is a 2021 season. Um, and hopefully we can find out soon. I say it every week. If we find anything out, we'll definitely talk about it because it will obviously be big news. Uh, but definitely check out Locked On NHL. 
Um, there have, you know, everything going on around the league. Myself and Adam host the Thursday show, so we'll be on for this Thursday. But um, anything going on around the league, definitely check out Locked On NHL. That'll be it for today. Thank you for tuning in if it's the first time or the 208th time, I believe. Uh, I appreciate it each and every day. So we will see you guys on Wednesday, and we will be into December by then. So... Have a good day, guys. We'll see you Wednesday. Go, Abs, go!